Media Manager. Are you really maximizing your minutes? Motivator. Never, never, ever quit. Mentor. You gotta pay it forward. This. I punch failure in the face. Is the Go Get It Podcast. Now, now that you know that, go get it. Hey, what's up? This is Matt Fogarty. Check me out at mattfogarty.ca. But right now, you're listening to Rocky Balboa's favorite sparring partner, Corey Disson. Yo, Matt. Not many folks know that I used to throw hands a little with the Italian stallion. And I guess that explains the constant ringing in my ears and the trouble remembering my own address. Good thing I can count on our deep voice show announcer, Mr. Mark Peoples, at markpeoples.com to help me with those memory lapses. What I do remember is this is the Go Get It podcast, where we try to take a quick, fresh look at the topics, influencers, and issues that affect the voiceover world. But we are known to stray off course and tickle anything else that might be of interest, especially if it helps motivate you to go get it. The Go Get It podcast is sponsored by George the Tech. Recording studios support design and technical training anywhere, provided remotely by George Whittem at georgethetech.com. And if you're looking for five steps to help achieve the voiceover dream, you can go to coreydisson.com and just click get the ebook. Now, in my ebook, the E in dream stands for education. If you're going to be successful in the voiceover business, you need to have proper coaching. Let me say that again. You need to have proper coaching. And who better to talk about proper coaching than a 25-year veteran of the stage and screen who operates a studio right in the middle of Midtown Manhattan? And believe me, I've been there. Please help me give a big go-get-it welcome to the owner of Abacus Entertainment, Mr. Bruce Cronenberg. Hey, Corey. How's it going? Going good, man. It's good, good good to see you on Skype. Good to talk to you. Yes, and, you too. And let, let's dive right in here because, you know, Abacus Entertainment is a unique animal. Um, you're not, not your everyday run-of-the-mill voiceover coaching business. What makes Abacus unique? A um, couple of things. Um, first of all, we're a two-handed business. Um, we're production and education together. Uh, my uh, business partner, Brian Falk, handles the production end. Uh, he's an audio engineer and producer and copywriter and also videographer as well. And um, what Brian does and where uh, education and production meet is uh, we produce voiceover demos, uh, commercial demos, uh, character demos, uh, narration as well, and uh, and e-learning and other types of corporate uh, genres in, in voiceover as well. Um, we also do um, video work as well. We work with uh, different companies, uh, ad agencies, um, also uh, a couple of live streaming companies as well um, to uh, produce uh, video content uh, for different types of uh, productions. Uh, uh, one we've got going right now is for an app called Mezu Money, uh, where you can actually go on the app and win money. Um, and it's, uh, the spokesperson is one of my former voiceover students. Uh, he got the gig when we brought him in to audition for it. So, um, yeah, we, that's one half of the business. The other half is education, uh, which mostly is me. Brian does some educating as well, but mostly I work with students one-on-one, uh, right here in my studio that you're looking at. 
And uh, we also uh, have these monthly meetups called Open Mic VO Night. Uh, it meets the second Wednesday and fourth Wednesday of every month. And that's a gathering of folks like-minded uh, into voiceover. Uh, they could be beginners. They could be people who've been doing it for years. Uh, they could be students of mine who just finished their demos. Uh, we gather here. We read copy. We talk about the industry. Um, and also we have a raffle at the end of it where we give away recording gear. Uh, at the last one, somebody won a Blue Yeti microphone, brand new. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, she was she was so psyched. Um, so, you know, what we do is basically uh, the combination of production and education to me is kind of seamless. We kind of like go hand in hand. And I think that might be what makes us unique. Well, that, that definitely helps. I mean, another thing you bring to the table, of course, you're located right in the heartbeat of a lot of, you know, other studios and media entities. And you're you're well connected, from what I understand, to a lot of the New York agents. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're in the Film Center building, uh, which is in Hell's Kitchen on 44th Street and 9th Avenue. Uh, the Film Center building is kind of legendary. It's a landmark building. Uh, it's where a lot of recording studios are. Uh, we've got some right down the, the hallway, actually, from us is John Marshall uh, Media, who produces audiobooks. Um, and, you know, the Film Center building was just always known for being a place where there was always video, audio, media going on constantly. It's been that way since, like, the fifties, I think actually, uh, there used to be editing, um, suites all through the film center building where major motion pictures were edited and stuff like that. So it's a really cool building. It's kind of a, a nice art deco, you know, entry when you walk in. Um, so that's really cool. Um, and yes, <clears throat> um, I, uh, have worked with, and I know most of the New York voiceover agents, that have been around for uh, probably longer than I've been doing voiceover. Um, and we are well connected to them and they trust us and they like our demos. And a lot of my students actually in the last couple of months have signed with um, three like major agencies. That's in incredible. That's, that's incredible. So given, yes. given your prime location, yeah, given your pretty vast network of, you know, voiceover related professionals. And given the breadth of your experience that we mentioned in the intro, because you you yourself have voiced for a who's who of commercials. Yeah. I, I feel very comfortable asking you the next couple of questions. I feel you're just a little bit qualified to answer these next couple of questions. It's like sure. you know, of course, of course, I would highly recommend and would love anyone who is looking uh, for a voiceover coach to reach out to Bruce and, you know, maybe you guys can make a connection. He's a great resource to have, but for those folks that maybe have, are they're in a relationship with currently with a coach or they're just getting started or they're doing a little shopping, what would you say, what should folks look for and look out for? when they're getting ready to hire a voiceover coach to help them train? It's, you know, it's a, it's a good question because um, right now, because, well, because of the internet, right? Because of uh, the, the online world, um, anybody can kind of hang out a shingle and say they're a voiceover coach. Um, and I, I guess what I would be looking for if 
I was someone that was looking for a coach um, is first of all, what is your experience? How long have you been in the industry? Um, what have you done in the industry besides coaching? Have you worked in the industry? Um, do you have connections in the industry? Um, do you have good uh, uh, recommendations, good referrals, things like that? I'd look for all of those things, especially if the coach has a website, uh, which I hope they do. Um, then I would think about, you know, or rather not think about, but then I would look for their experience in terms of what's happening in voiceover now, um, their knowledge of, uh, for instance, the technology, you know, uh, you don't want to work with a voiceover coach that's recording you on a cassette player. Um, <laughs> and believe me, they exist out there. Okay. Uh, do they have knowledge of the equipment that is currently used now because of, you know, computers and digital and so forth? Um, the other thing, the main thing I would look for is, is that coach honest with you about where you are with voiceover? Okay. So if you have a coach who like immediately wants to pull you through, right. And wants to set you up with 10 lessons and three demos, I'd be wary of that. Okay. Cause that's more, that's more about commerce than it is about well, of teaching. Course. Of course it is. Um, I've had students come to me. Um, you know, I'm not going to like say who, what, and where, but I've had students come to me and say, so I did all these lessons with this coach and I did a demo and it cost me thousands and thousands of dollars and I don't like the demo. And I'm like, you don't like the demo? Well, that's not good. Okay. So we've definitely done some um, control damage, so to speak on people who have come to us and have been unhappy with where they went. Why were they unhappy? Because they were put into a package that everyone else was put into and they were given uh, a demo that was not representative of really who they are, you know, or what their skill is. And um, that exists a lot in this industry. So I would say um, the thing that makes a good coach is one that's going to curate the lessons and the demo according to who you are, you as an individual. Okay. When I, when I meet with people here, um, I don't get them into any kind of a, a set package. You know, I'll assess their abilities based on, you know, uh, a consultation that we have and then a first lesson in person. And then I'll say, okay, I think this is what you need. And it's totally my opinion. It's my point of it's my point of view about where they're at. Um, also, if I think that they may not be a candidate for voiceover, I'm going to tell them that. You know, I'm not interested in getting everybody's money. Okay, That's La not ladies and I'm gentlemen, allow me to introduce you to something called integrity. Thank you, thank you. Yes, we try. We really try to have integrity here. And I have just this past week. You know, I met with somebody and I was like, listen, you need to go back and like, just learn how to speak well. You learn how to, you learn how to read well. I, I can't take you through lessons for voiceover if there are some basic things that are not in place yet. Um, Cause you know, I'm sure you know this, everybody and their mother wants to do voiceovers. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get those, uh, those messages uh, <laughs> only 25,000 times a day. <laughs> 
I mean, and it's great. It's a great industry. I don't blame anybody for wanting to get into it. It's a fun, terrific industry, right? But no, not everybody can do it. And when we decide to work with someone, we make sure that the lessons in the demo are curated to that particular person. So that's what I would look for. If a coach sits you down and is honest with you about what the next steps are, as opposed to selling you on a package that you might not be ready for, I would definitely look for that. I would look for that coach that takes a personal interest. Now, we talked about assessing coaches or coaching candidates. Mm -hmm. What about how you assess potential clients or budding voiceover talent? Um, is that, What criteria do you look for? And you know, in our previous conversations, you said something to me that I thought was very profound and maybe counterintuitive, but I would imagine you have to kind of have this come to Jesus discussion with some of the people that you meet in that you tell them voiceover work is not about your voice. Right, right. <clears throat> people come to me a lot. Um, I get, I, I can't tell you how many times uh, I meet with someone and when I ask them what brings you here, they say, well, everybody at work tells me I have a great voice and I should be doing voiceovers. At which point I will say to them, even if they have a great voice, it's really not about your voice. It's about your ability to interpret copy. So what that means is that, for instance, you know, my years as a voiceover uh, talent, uh, I know several people. I could introduce you to several people who if you met them, you would not think that there was anything unique or distinct about their voice, yet they have made a fantastic living doing voiceover. Mm. Why? Simply because they know how to make it sound like they're talking to somebody. Um, it's an acting thing. Um, a lot of my colleagues who have been uh, in the voiceover industry for years, like myself, come from an acting background. So that's a big part of it. And a lot of my teaching as a coach, especially to people who are not actors, comes from my background as an actor. Uh, I'm not teaching uh, a basic acting technique. That's not what I'm doing. Um, but I am taking a lot of what I learned and what I've used as an actor in both acting and voiceover uh, in my teaching methods. Because, you know, for instance, achieving a conversational read, right? How many times have we heard that term? Be authentic. Make it converse, be authentic. Make it real. Make it conversational. There is something to that. Okay. There is there is a a a, um, a, a unique kind of um, skill in being able to do that, which I teach. Uh, I'm not going to give it away right now. Of course but it not. Is part, but it is part of my teaching. It is my main thing that I start people with. It's like, okay, what does this mean? How do you make something conversational? that isn't written conversationally, right? And that's where I start with people. So when they get to that point where they can take a script that is not written conversationally at all, you know, a script that is stilted, that is silly, right? And they make it sound real and immediate, um, that's what they're listening for in voiceover. So it doesn't matter if that person has a deep, resonant, distinctive voice, or if they have just a flat, somewhat neutral voice if they can make it sound conversational and real and and activate those words off the page in a way that makes it sound like they're just coming up with it that's a good voiceover read uh, that's what voiceover is to me um activate i like that word 
Yeah, activate copy off the page. Make it sound like you're not reading it, but that you're coming up with it for the first time. That you're that you have an opinion about what you're talking about. That you have a point of view. You know, when people are in a conversation, they're usually talking in an opinionated way, right? And if you could bring that technique to voiceover, that ability to voiceover, to sound opinionated about something, if you could be opinionated about Clorox handy wipes, <laughs> right? Then you might get hired. Right. As opposed to having no opinion. Right. True. And just kind of saying it. I know in, in the sessions that I've directed over the years, my go to I, I my go to expression for what you call activating the copy is speak it. Don't read it. Perfect. That's a great way. I mean, I, I, I think I once tweeted something like that, you know, say it, don't read it. Because so many folks are locked into those, you know, physical characters on the piece of paper Versus they would never sit at a restaurant and talk to their sister or their best friend that way over a couple of drinks. It just, it has to sound natural. Of course. Yep. It's not easy. It's not as easy to do as it sounds. It really isn't. Um, now it's interesting. Do you find, you said you don't teach acting 101, but no, but because of where you're located, you know, you're a stone's throw from, Broadway and off Broadway and, you know, throw a stone, another stone, and there's a production studio there, an ad agency here. There are a lot of the uh, waiters and waitresses out there who uh, come from an acting background that may think, hey, uh, voiceover work will hold me over until I get the on-camera gig. Do you meet your share of those folks? Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I do um, outside of Abacus is I teach a four-week voiceover workshop at the Stella Adler uh, Theater Studio. Uh, Stella Adler was a great acting teacher. She was a teacher that I studied with when I came to New York to be an actor many, 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 many years ago. And um, well, not that many. Give yourself some credit, Bruce. Um, uh, no, it's pretty. It's a long time ago. <laughs> um, but um, but I was very young. I was barely out of my teens when I got here. Um, there you go. But um, Stella Adler, uh, you know, she she's been gone for a long time, but her studio has continued. And I brought them for the first time a voiceover program, which I teach uh, four Saturdays. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. No, not winter. Spring, summer, and fall. That's it. We don't do a winter term. Um, all of those people are studying acting. They all have like day jobs. They all have, you know, bartending jobs and waiter jobs. So the reason that I brought this to them at the Adler Studio was like, this is something that these people can do, you know, and not have to work some, you know, survival job that they hate and can continue to pursue whatever it is, musical theater, you know, uh, film and television and voiceover is something they could do at home. Now it's a, it's a practical way that you can use acting skills. Um, absolutely. And, um, for me, it was got, it was, it was a, a godsend for me when I was, uh, pursuing theater, uh, and being able to do voiceover work and not have to bartend. Cause I had done that back in the eighties. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, and I made some money, but I didn't really want to keep doing it because the hours were crazy and so forth. So voiceover became a survival gig for me in a big way. Um, and then more than that. What uh, I often, you know, the theme of a lot of my podcasts and the content that I share with the, the voiceover community, I, I try to motivate. I try to pay it forward, try to, 
to to educate them. What advice can you give? Because the the story you just described of the bartender, of the waitress, of the quote unquote starting ar- starving artist who is looking to you know make that transition from job to voiceover career, which are two different things. What what tip? What uh, you know inspirational message could you share? to those folks that are out there, you know, trying their best to, to get into this field and be successful in it. What could you, what offer could you offer them? For voiceover, I would say, um, you know, uh, be diligent and focused and be on top of it all the time. All if the time. If you don't, all the time. If you don't, if you don't spend a good part of your day right? Trying to make things happen, uh, in your voiceover career. Um, there are going to be like 20 people that are okay. So it's, it's because it's become, uh, uh, an entrepreneurial business. Uh, once upon a time, uh, it used to be like when I started, you know, my agent contacted me and told me where to go. You know, you got this audition and that audition today, you got a booking tomorrow. All of those things were in place. I didn't do any of the legwork at all. My agent did all of it for me. Uh, that's still happening, but not as strongly as the single voiceover talent uh, setting out and pursuing their career single-handedly, right? Reaching out to producers themselves, going on the pay-to-play sites, you know, doing whatever they can to keep working. That's what I see going on, uh, certainly amongst my former students, uh, certainly amongst people that I know in the industry. They're on it, you know, almost 24-7. So, um, and, and, and trust me, that's something that uh, uh, is new to me um, because I don't come from that uh, um, aspect of, of, of the voiceover industry. I come from what I just told you, you know, having my agent take care of everything. Uh, that's not the case anymore. So I would say if you really want this, uh, be on it every day. Do something every single day that gets you closer towards having a, a full-time career in VO. Absolutely. So in other words, go get it. There's no other thing to say. There's no other way to put it than the way you just put it. Go get it. Because if you don't go, if you don't go get it, there's going to be 50 other people who will. You know, my, I have, I have a couple of students. I am so proud of them. They are doing exactly that. You know, they are, I, I see them on LinkedIn. I see them on Facebook. I see them on Instagram. I see, I, I, uh, they email me and tell me things they're, they're going and they're getting it. They're making it happen. You know, one of my students just bought studio bricks and put it in his little apartment. I'm like, okay, he's cool. making it happen. He's making it happen. Right. So, and, and, and when I first met with him, he, he was living in a little apartment. He had no money. Um, he was struggling, you know, and somehow he got the money to come and do lessons, do a demo. And since then he's been doing great. So that's, that, that's, that's the perfect way to, to put a big bow and, and wrap up this discussion, even though I could talk shop with you all afternoon. It's just too, too much fun. But um, you, guys, you got to go get it. You got you to stay after it every day. 
go get the proper coaching. And now since you listen to Bruce, you know what to look for, what to expect. Now, if people wanted to reach out to you, Bruce, yeah. for a, you know, a quick call or to, to investigate maybe whether or not you're a good fit for them, how would they find you? Uh, very easy. Uh, you can go to abacus.nyc, which is our website. Um, uh, all my info is on there. Uh, my email is bruce at abacus.nyc. You can email me directly. And our number is 212-397-0601. You can call me directly as well. So there you go, guys. You got the website, you got the email, you got the phone number, and you got a glowing recommendation from yours truly that you need to contact this guy oh, thank you. and pick his brain and, and hire him, for God's sake. He's a good coach. <laughs> He's a good coach. And we like, we like to talk with good coaches that know, that inspire, that motivate, that uh, have the background and the relevant experience. And Bruce, you're a walking, talking representative of all those things. And I can't thank you enough for being on the Go Get It podcast today. My pleasure, man. It was great fun. Great talking to you. Awesome. A reminder that today's show was brought to you by George the Tech and high fives to our show announcer, Mark Peoples. Today's featured voice talent, Matt Fogarty. And to our producer, Christopher Disson, multi-talented Pro Tools aficionado and proof that nepotism is still alive and well. Don't forget, if you're looking for five steps to achieve the voiceover dream, go to CoreyDisson.com and click Get the Ebook. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you next time. Until then, you know what we say go get it. Hey.